the Shir Tanya for the sixth day of Teves <coughs> is in Perik Vav, in the uh, beginnings with the words Vechein Kol Hadiburim Vechol until Ahmed, until page twenty, the words of Kibatchilo Mekoidim Shenivra. So the Alter Rebbe was in the middle of explaining that all the Maisim, any acts that are not for Kedusha, automatically those acts are uh, considered already uh, acts that uh, come from the other side, come from the uh, Sitra Akhra. Uh, this includes all acts that are done. They don't have to be negative. They don't have to be evil acts. But all the ma'isim ashenas and tachas everything that was that is done. So that's as far as ma'isa goes. And the Rebbe continues today in the Shir, and he says v'chein kol hadiburim v'chol hamachshovis asher loy l'ashem heima. And likewise, all speech, all kinds of talk. And all kinds of thoughts, just like the kinds of the speech, the action we talked yesterday. The same thing is, uh, any talks or all thoughts, asher loy Hashem that are not directed to Hashem. It's not that they're directed elsewhere, but they're just not for Hashem. and they're not to Hashem, and for Hashem's will, over the service of Hashem. So it's thoughts and speech which is not in the service of Hashem. So they are also already uh, being dressed up and those thoughts, that's considered uh, that's garments that are uh, non-clean garments, they are disgusting garments. And the Alter Rebbe explains that it doesn't have to be negative, but just that it's not holy, it's not for Hashem, automatically makes it this is the meaning of the language when we say the other side instead of saying uh, a definitive or a positive bad that Sitra uh, the Tumor for example we say it's another side another side meaning the word Sitra means Tzad in Aramaic means another side which means it's only that it's not the side of Kedusha. If it's not of Kedusha, then it's the other side. So, what makes something, Al-Tareb is going to play, explain now, what makes something on the side of Kedusha? What is the side of Kedusha? And what is the side of Sitra Akhra? So now we have to define it a little bit more, because we are saying that as long as if it's not in the service of Hashem, it is already Sitra Akhra. Why is something called the Tzad HaKedusha? Uh, Kedusha means, uh, holiness means that there is a resting, there is a revelation of godliness in it. It becomes holy, just like we say, Sefer uh, Torah, Tefillin, the holiness is expressed, you see it's holy, it's a, an object of holiness, an object of Kedusha. When you see something is holy, means that it's revealed, you see this is, the Torah is in there, because the word of Hashem is in there, the tefillin 
uh, they have the parchment in there. There's it's 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 it's, it's holiness means that there is a revealed level of godliness. Openly, we can see Hashem's uh, resting in it in the parchment and in the ink of a sefer Torah. There is clearly visible God's presence because that's the words of God in the same thing in film, as opposed to just a regular item hanging around, which is not visible. So Tzadah Kedusha means that it's a place where God rests. God rests means that it's also revealed to us that He rests there. When, if God is in an item but it's not revealed, and you're not, you can't see it, which means that cannot express, it's not expressly seen as, as Hashem, then it's not godly, because that means that that object does not pronounce, it does not proclaim Hashem. So that means that God doesn't rest in there. So anything which is godly means that God rests in there. God rests meaning that it is a revelation of God that is in it. The Altenev explains, V'tzadah Kedusha, what means the side of holiness? It's only the resting and extending If God's sanctity is extended and rests in an object, that becomes holy. But the Kodesh Baruch and HaKadosh Baruch doesn't rest, where does Hashem become revealed? Only Only on an object, on an item, which is humbled before Him. Which means that there is a recognition in the item that he is not independent, but he is subjugated and he is of no existence without Hashem. Now, sometimes you can tell right away that one thing is bottle to the other. You can say, for example, if you take the angels, they are, their mere existence is, is bitter to Hashem. They have no independent and no self at all. They're totally subjugated. So they are Kedusha, they're the side of Kedusha because Hashem rests on them. Because they represent, there is no uh, independence and they're totally subjugated, they're totally humbled before Hashem. There's no independence over there. It's, they're only there in the service of Hashem. A human being, a Jew, on the other hand, it's not so clear. Because um, sometimes a a person feels or behaves in a way, when you look at him, you see that you don't see that he is bottled to Hashem. He looks as himself as an uh, independent entity, which means he will do things and behave in things as if he is not a mere extension of here to do Hashem's will, but has his own and his personal desires. But yet, at times though, that same person is capable of Mesidas Nefesh, which means giving up his life for Hashem, as we'll learn that every Jew has that possibility. So within the uh, person, in the Jewish person, in his makeup, he has the potential to give up his life. So no matter what 
outwardly at times it looks like we don't see that bittle, but he is capable of that bittle. That is also a place where where God rests in the person, the fact that he potentially is not that he's going to explain. So Hashem rests only on something which is bottled to him, Bain Bepoil Mamish. Whether it's in actuality, which means that outwardly we can tell that it's bottled Kimalachim al Yoinim, like the angels of above who are always standing in a level of bittle and ready at all times their whole existence is to fulfill and be in service of Hashem. Or Bain Bekoyach, or even if it's the bittle is not expressed openly by them and now in a way, but but it has the potential inside it is really bottle. Like every Jew over here below has that ability. He has the potential. Although it's not actualized all the time, but he has the potential. He is bottle mamish. Relative to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, to giving over his life, his soul, on Kiddush Hashem to sanctify Hashem's name. That if it comes a situation where uh, the person uh, is threatened uh, with his life, so to uh, give up his religion, uh, to uh, convert to another religion, he will be ready to give up his life. Why would he be giving up his life? That means because at that point he is bottled, and uh, that power that he has to be bottled, nullified, to give up his life is really with him all the time. But when ordinarily it doesn't come, he's not threatened to uh, with his life. So then you, you don't see it. So it's not open, but it's still there. That means that he has the potential of Mr. Snefesh to give up his life all the time, which is the level, which is the ultimate bittle, giving yourself totally up for Hashem. Since the person has the bittle, that's why the person, the Jew, is also considered to be from the Tzadah Kedusha. A person is from the side of the Kedusha. And... Uh, the uh, this coincides uh, with Velochein Omru Razal, a Jewish person is on the side of Kedusha. Velochein Omru Razal, and that's why our sages tell us this is in Abes Peregimul Mishnah Vav, Shafilu Echod Sheyeshe Veisik Batayra Shchina Shriya. That if one person sits and learns Torah, the divine rests over him. Uh, so at that time. When there is a study of Torah, uh, there is not really the uh, full-fledged bittle like by Mesiris Nefesh, but when a Yid learns Torah, you can tell uh, there is a little bit of a visible uh, humility and uh, subjugation to Hashem also externally, because the person dives in and trying to understand you know, the words of Torah. And that's why we would have the shechin over him. And the chol be'asor shechin tashari loylam. And as far as if you have ten people, the Gemara Sanhedrin Lamates Aleph says that there is always the shechin over there, even when they don't learn Torah. There is shechin there, uh, because the yid themselves. Why is it the yid themselves just being a group of ten has the ability to uh, have the shechin over there? Why is the Shekhinah over there, even though they're not learning Torah? Where is the Bittl? But that's the potential Bittl that they have. Uh, 
in order to tap into that potential bitl, you need a minya for that. An individual's potential bitl isn't sufficient to get the Shekhinah Shari all the time. But the individual's bitl um, of learning Torah gets him that Shekhinah uh, Shari too. But nevertheless, that's why they are called on the side of Kedusha. They are the side of Kedusha. Um, but any, I think, that is not humbled, not subjugated, not nullified, next to, in front of Hashem, but it's a item separate by itself. It looks like it's, it has, it's an independent being. It's not dependent on Hashem. It's not bottled to Hashem. He's not recognizing the item looks so by itself. He doesn't receive chay from Hashem's holiness. It's not there for Kedusha. Kedusha means you, you get from Hashem's Kedusha, then you become Kaddish. That item does not receive uh, its life force from the Kedusha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Since it's not bottled to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, visibly bottled, it doesn't come from uh, from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So, how do items receive their chayis if they're not bottled to Hakadosh Baruch Hu? So they don't live from Hashem's holiness. So, where do they live for? So he says that's why there is the pnimis. There is the inner of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and then there is the acharayim of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. There is getting things in a direct way. That means shoyre, that it rests, that it's there, because it's in a direct way. Then there is a way, an indirect way, in a backwards way, as when somebody gives something and turns his face around to show him that he's not pleased, that means he's still giving him, he's throwing it at him, or he's giving it behind his back, which means, yes, you're getting it, but you're not getting it in a way, in a direct way, in a way that it's resting over there. And that is called the side of Klippa. So he says, so... What separate does not receive from the Shosh Hakadosh Baruch Hu, which means Mibchinas Pnimis Hakadosh. It still has to get from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Everything comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but it doesn't get from the inner level of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Umehusa ba'atzmusa bechveidu ba'atzmai, and its essence, and what it is in its glory and by itself, the essence of Kedusha, the essence of Chayes Vashem. But in a level of achorayim, which is in a level of backwards, to giving something to somebody without being pleased to give it to him. Sort of almost being forced that you have a reason why you're giving it to them is because you have to give it to them, but you're not happy to give it to them. It's like getting the item is, but it's not Hashem wanting to give. So it's as if to say that the sitra achra that Hashem creates... He gives them the life in a way as if he doesn't want them. And from that life, all the things that are uh, from the side of the Sitra Akhra, they receive their nourishment. Um, and uh, so what happens is that the way it takes place is that Sheyerdim, that the, uh, the, the force that goes to the Sitra Akhra, uh, descends so low and so far away from Hashem, it's like the backwards of Hashem, not even further than the ordinary Yishtal in which the side of Kedusha receives. Because when they descend 
in an ordinary fashion, there is still a sense of the Kedusha over there. Because they, Sheyardim, Mimadrege Lemadrege, they descend from one level to the other level, from the upper level to the lower level. The vitality that is going to uh, come down and eventually going to turn into an entity of Sitra Akhra, it goes down the Rivivis Madregis, ten thousands of levels, in the chain reaction, in the evolution of the worlds, in the way of an Ila Ve'olul, it's like a cause and effect. Uh, the Ila, meaning the cause, the Olul is the outcome. And then from the outcome that becomes the cause for the next outcome, and the next outcome becomes the cause of the next outcome, and it goes from one level to the other level. In that case, there is still a chain, there is still connection between the lowest and the upper levels, they come one from the other. But then it also goes down with Simtsumim Rabin. It goes down through many contractions, in which these contractions already, this Simtsum creates like a a gap, that it's not anymore a chain, now there is a leap between the, it's no more a cause and effect, it's not a, uh, a, a descent, which is a gradual descent, which is a, uh, a, a descent in which there is a connection, now there is a fall, so to speak, there is a leap that Simpson creates now that he doesn't even feel anymore, it's no longer connected to the piece above it because it's fallen down and those, that's accomplished through the Tzimtzumim Rabin so that light that comes down it becomes diminished, so diminished to the extent that that light and that vitality has been so diminished one a diminishing, uh, one lessening after another lessening. Until that godly light that comes from the highest place, because it does have to give vitality, because nothing lives without the highest, without the energy of, of Hashem. But now, that light can contract itself and to dress itself up, golus. It is by, in like the definition, like the level of golus. Uh, the chayes that goes down to bima chayah, uh, the thing of sitra achra, the items of sitra achra, and the klipa are like in the level of exile. Uh, exile means that uh, the uh, person uh, who is in exile, he's like in a prison, he's like in an exile in which there is somebody controlling him and he cannot control, he cannot do what he wishes, so that when the godly light is stuck in a clipper, which is, which it gives highest to, but still the godly highest cannot express itself properly as it wishes to, so it's in Golus over there, it's in exile, that's called within that matter that is separate from Hashem, which doesn't recognize Hashem, to give it life, uh, to give it vitality, and to give it its existence, from 
nothingness into existence so that it's so that this item who's been created constantly needs the recreation so it should not return should be nothing and zero like in the beginning before it was created so in order to do that it has to give him that life but that life gives it in the level of golus so that it cannot expand itself and that is called the level of Achurayim, the level of backwards, because Hashem only rests in the Tzadah Kedusha. That is the meaning of Sitra Achra, whatever is not in the side of Kedusha.